to another episode of Loot Syrup, your audio pleasure treasure. We're getting back to games today, and more specifically, games that are coming out later in the year, as well as game prices, and what people are willing to pay. And, you know, some other odds and ends. So without further ado, let us loot. I'm not sure about you, but there aren't many games nowadays that I'm willing to pay full price for. It's not because I'm a penny pincher. It's because one video game simply isn't worth $100 to me, personally. And, shocker alert, that 100 bucks is only for the regular version. Yeah. Special editions are even more outrageous and are completely out of the question for me. Unless it's a top-tier title, you know, that I've been waiting for. Say, uh, like, for when Red Dead 2 came out, or something like Upcoming New Fable. You know, one of those types of games. Maybe another game that I'll be mentioning in a little bit. And I have never, and will never, buy a Call of Duty Special Edition. Because, honestly, I have no desire to own fake military equipment. Yeah, especially for $150, $150 plus. I mean, what am I going to do with night vision goggles? Or a tactical camera? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think those are the basic essentials for a creepy stalker starter kit. Are, are they not? Because you sure will be using them in a real war, buddy. Let me tell you. I guarantee you that. I, I just want to play the game. But I've often wondered, where do people draw the line? How much is too much for a game? You know, what do you think? Am I crazy? Is 100 bucks just the beginning? Will a regular version of a video game cost 120 150 in the near future? I mean, that would just be insane. You know, I myself am a wait-and-buy-on-sale kind of guy, you know, when it comes to, to games at this point. But I'll be honest, I, I used to have a serious case of FOMO back in the day when I was younger. New hyped game would come out and get everyone all riled up, all, all hyped, talking about it suddenly i you know i had to have it never heard of it before suddenly i needed to know about it price was no obstacle i've had a job for as long as i can remember that was my allowance my job was my allowance i also had zero bills ergo no obstacles these new hyped games were my reason for working and I couldn't not get them. I wanted to be in on, you know, all the fun that was taking place. But now, I'll wait it out. I'm what I call a, a strike-through buyer. A sales slasher, if you will. I see the original price crossed out with that beautiful yellow line. I see a percentage under it, you know, with a new price and suddenly I'm all eyes. You know, I, I'll, yeah, I'll check the screenshots. I'll watch the trailer. Oh yeah, I'll read what's what of who it's being developed by. Read the reviews. Yep, do a little review dissection. Of course. Which, for the record, in the end, reviews don't actually matter to me too much unless it's it got extremely bad ones. Like, I mean, extremely bad ones. Like 5 out of 10 or lower. 
you know, I'll likely not bother with that game. Six out of ten or higher? I'll usually decide for myself, you know, if I consider it a decent game or not, depending on the price. Sorry, back to the sales. Now recently, the Days Gone creative director, John Garvins, made a comment on video games. If you know what he said, then you know I had to include this in the episode. He said, basically in short, that if people love a game, then they should buy it at, sorry, buy it, and I quote, at full fucking price. But wait, Johnny, how does that even make sense? I don't know if I'm going to like a new game that has no previous track record. I have no clue what it's going to be like. Until I play it, it's entirely unknown to me if I'll enjoy it or not. And I mean, they're the, the, the foolish ones putting it on sale to try selling more in the first place, no? So, I mean, newsflash, Johnny. <laughs> newsflash, Johnny. Okay? If people love a game, buy it at full price. Jeez. That's like saying, you know, if you love this movie you've never seen, then buy it full price on 4K Ultra HD Special Edition. Full price! the worst movie in cinematic history for all I know. Now might I say, with all due respect, I played the beginning of Days Gone, and I'm quite glad I did so with PS Plus, because I, I didn't love it. So just saying, I'm sure there's lots of people out there who love it, and that's great. Great for them, but I didn't. So I take full advantage of those opportunities to try games for free with game subscriptions. I'd be stupid not to! Now, I do own a sub to Game Pass as well. On top of waiting for sales or games with gold and PS Plus, like I mentioned before, it's fantastic. AAA game sales as well as stellar indie sales proves that patience can definitely pay off. You know, that's, that's what I find anyways. And I'm really in no rush to grab the latest stuff anyways. I mean, it has to be something major, you know, that I've been waiting for. Or something the entire crew is getting on day one. But Game Pass, I've got to say, you know, it's been a surprisingly great option for a massive selection of games lately. Especially now that Bethesda has been added to the Microsoft team. Kudos to them for that massive deal. Oh, man. So, uh, on top of these Bethesda games, there's other gems like The Outer Worlds, Torchlight 3, Octopath Traveler, Spiritfarer, Call of the Sea, Moonlighter, Dead by Daylight, Outriders, and so many more. I don't even remember what the last AAA game that I paid full price for was. Because like I said, there's just there's very few that I'm willing to fork out that kind of cash for. And with things like Game Pass, why would I? I, I can't be the only one. Now, one game I'm super excited for that's coming up, and I am very willing to fork out the full cash for, 
is a co-op first-person shooter called Back for Blood. It's a game that's being developed by Turtle Rock Studios and is due out October 12th. What's so great about this is the fact that it's basically being dubbed as a spiritual successor to the Laugh... Sorry, Left for Dead franchise. Get my words all twisted up. I get all excited talking about it. I get goosebumps. But I'm I'm totally here for this. Okay, Left for Dead is probably the best co-op shooter experience that I've ever had, period. And I'm not joking. It's a favorite of mine and many others. The controls are simple enough to pick up, which is obviously nice. But the overall missions and hordes of zombies are also challenging enough that it keeps things plenty interesting. And one thing that intrigues me about this Back for Blood, spiritual successor, is it's it's got this roguelite card deck system. So before you start a match, players create a deck of 15 cards, with each one giving them benefits and perks. So things like faster reloads, maybe extra tacticals, more ammo, larger clips, you know, or, or carry more bandages, etc., you know, whatever. And then you'd select a few cards out of a random selection of those once you join the game. If that makes sense, I know it sounds a little confusing maybe, but it's going to be awesome, trust me. Communication with teammates would be ideal, I'd assume, in these situations. So each person could throw in different cards, you know, Throw different cards into the decks. So you have a little bit of a mix and match. Not all the same. You won't be getting very far if you and Mr. Buddy Bandages both just pack bandage cards into your decks. Um, Mr. Buddy Bandages, uh, why didn't you bring anything other than what your last name suggests? Just curious, you know, I brought banditas thinking I was being clever, but I didn't realize you literally only bring bandages. Bro, why did you do this to us? Why? Mr. Buddy Bandages, why? We're literally gonna have to throw soft and buffy, nay, I mentioned healing cloths of perfection at our cunning enemies. You are literally the worst teammate. You're the Grandpa Joe of this whole operation. It's a great concept that can really shake things up. Another thing that'll likely be a blast is the PvP multiplayer mode. Playing as either the, the ridden creatures or as a cleaner, which is a survivor, each with their own different abilities. So I'm super hyped for this game and I'll definitely pay probably full price for it when it comes out, no problem, because I, you know, I know I'll definitely clock some serious hours into it, especially if you know others are getting it as well. And if multiplayer first-person shooters aren't your thing, coming out late this year, hopefully, is... Uh, wait, yeah, another first-person shooter, Halo Infinite. It may be great, or it may be awful. It may surprise for better or for worse. Who knows? But at the end of the day, it's still Halo. It's still Master Chief. Now, the multiplayer is supposedly going to be free to play, so I'm not entirely sure how that'll pan out. I imagine they'll have a lot of interest from casuals who maybe aren't interested in the campaign or the overall price tag, but who wouldn't mind trying the multiplayer with their friends. So again, who knows? That could be a hit or miss for them. 
Maybe this free-to-play multiplayer might even have a battle royale. It's doubtful. Would not be getting hopes up. But another part of me is slightly curious as to what a Halo BR would look like. And you have to admit, you know, battle royales are doing very well these days. It's almost kind of like I feel like they'd be silly not to. But who knows? I know they've said it, that they weren't planning on it, but could be something. I've never been, been big on Halo Shields, so you know I could definitely see that being super frustrating. But anyway, maybe it's coming. Who knows? Uh, and the multiplayer has it's been great every single time, in my opinion. Again, you know, SWAT being my main bread and butter. I sucked absolute ass buckets at the regular Slayer mode, unless it was big team. But SWAT is definitely where I shine, personally. I'll likely cry if it's not a game mode that's offered in Infinite. Like, I might, I might cry genuine tears. Streams, down the face, tears. But it should be there. And here's hoping they don't delay it again, because that would sting, right? The graphics are just fine. I don't even care. Graphics are just a bonus, as far as I'm concerned, okay? Graphics are just second thought for me. Give me a great story, fun gameplay, you know, solid multiplayer. I'll let poor graphics here and there slide. No problem, okay? No problem. Another game coming out soon, bringing back some serious nostalgia that I'd be insane not to pick up again, is Diablo 2 Resurrected. I will happily pay more money for this. It'll be remastered, as well as coming to consoles, which is awesome for console players like myself who don't own a PC. I mean, Diablo 3 proved that it was an excellent choice to bring the game to consoles. It looks incredible, it runs smoothly, and the con... Uh, the controls aren't clunky or difficult at all. So they translate over from PC to console quite easily. Definitely sucks that there won't be any cross-platform at release, apparently. I thought there was going to be, but it could become available down the road. So we'll just have to wait and see about that. But nonetheless, you know, I'm stoked to revisit the World of Sanctuary and do some bow runs and Mephisto runs. It's one of those games that you could play for literal hours on your own or with your buddies. You know, you just lose track of anything and everything else. Just busy communicating what runs you want to do for loot, or what item sets you're looking to complete, or what character builds you've been working on. Or you could be just chilling, comparing your weapon and armor stats, like, you know, just silently, like a silent boss, if you will. Meanwhile, everyone in your group waiting is... Probably going to challenge you to a duel if you don't hurry the hell up. Or they're just going to take that town portal and leave you behind in the dust, friend. Next game I'm excited for is an open-world action RPG being developed by Munfish called Atomic Heart. Yeah. Aiming to be released late this year. I'm trying to think of a way that best describes this game, and it's, it's like, well, it's... Uh, what's the best way? It's like Bioshock. Um, for some of its sci-fi visuals, but I'm trying to think of something. It also gives me Fallout vibes a little bit, but again, just with more of a Bioshock twist. So that's actually a, that's a pretty nice little little sandwich there. Fallout Bioshock. That's that's some pretty good company. 
um, I, I can't get over how excited I am for this game. I'm more excited for this than for Halo or Diablo 2 because it's completely new territory. Uh, you know, it, it's, sorry, Johnny. I'm willing to risk it for this. <laughs> this is a game I love. I better buy it full price. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but really, you know, that should say a lot that I'm willing to, to go for this full price right from the start. You know, IGN has a great 10 minute gameplay video of Atomic Heart. Uh, it's absolutely worth checking out if you haven't seen anything about this game yet. Like if you're listening to this right now, and it's the first you're hearing of this game, do yourself a favor, go check it out. Trust me, if you like open world RPGs or if you played and enjoyed Bioshock, this one will at least pique your interest. I promise you. Uh, other games coming out this year that really have my attention are Stray, Open Roads, Little Devil Inside, and 12 Minutes. I mean, there's, there's probably loads of others that I, you know, didn't mention there, but those are some main ones as well as Resident Evil Village that I haven't played yet. I know it's out. It's out now. It was out, but it was like a, a week, two weeks ago. I don't know. But I still want to play that. Looks great. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap it up for this episode of Loot Syrup. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, or at least, you know, some of it. Next week will be another Would You Rather and Other Tough Questions. So it's going to be... I think it's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be hilarious. So hopefully you can listen to that next week. Remember to be kind, be epic, and laugh on. Keep that glass half full. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.